2: What is up, Nets fans? Welcome to the Brooklyn Buzz. I'm your host, Nick Faye. No Jack Manuel today, but we do have a special guest, Matt Wynn. What's up, Matt? What's going on, man? And what we're going to do, have Matt on here. He writes some great articles for otgbasketball.com from a medical perspective, physical therapist view. And we're going to have him talk about the Karis LeVert injury. Obviously, we all saw this. Luckily, not as bad as injury as anticipated. We saw the ankle, you know, turn the wrong way. Only a dislocation of the ankle and foot. Matt, tell us a
1: little bit about actually, like, physically what that is. So with the ankle and foot, it's uh, made up of a couple of joints. Um, and so when uh, Karis fell, he got his foot caught underneath uh, Akoji's body. And, of course, we all saw uh, the aftermath of that. He sat up. His ankle was twisted all the wrong way. So what happened during the injury was um, your heel bone, and there's a bone on top of the heel bone there, it it got dislocated. So basically the force of the fall and being pinned underneath the Koji's body pushed the the ankle out of place and it just stayed out of place. Um, It'll stay out of place until, of course, the doctors reduce it. So they just put it back in place. So do you think his ankle, they already put it back in place? Oh, for sure. They they already put it back in place. That's uh, one of the first things you want to do to avoid any kind of um, other damage around the joint itself. So once they got it covered up and and carted him off the court, they probably reduced it as fast as they could.
2: Gotcha. Now, is this a common injury you see with athletes, or is it something that's somewhat rare?
1: This is a pretty rare injury. Usually with dislocations, you actually see an ankle dislocation. This was more of a foot dislocation. So he dislocated his heel um, with with Hayward last year. And I think Isaiah Cannon did the same thing Hayward did almost. Um, They both dislocated their ankle joint. um, And so a little bit different, but, you know, very similar in in, in a sense that it's in the same area.
2: How lucky is it that he only dislocated it and he didn't end up with any, like, major damage and obviously doesn't need surgery?
1: It's pretty lucky uh, in a sense because there are a lot of ligaments that are around. Uh, There's you know, other bones that are usually fractured um, alongside of dislocations. So when, when Woj and Shams dropped their bombs the next morning and said that he didn't need surgery, I was uh, pleasantly surprised. And Yeah, I'm God sure, answered my prayers. <laughs> yes, I'm sure all the Nets fans out there were like, yes, Lord. So, um, yeah, he's uh, he's considered pretty lucky. The injury looked a lot worse than it actually was.
2: Yeah, that's one of the one time where, you know, you see a guy get hurt and you're like, oh, it's not that bad. Next thing you know, he's out a couple of weeks. In this case, it's, you know, the opposite, which is, you know, obviously very positive. Now, with an injury like this, should Karis Lavert be able to
1: get back to 100 percent? Like it's not going to hinder him throughout his career. That's hard for me to say, like 100 percent sure. But uh, I mean, Hayward's back. Cannon's back. He should be able to come back and play. Um, I'm not going to as a medical professional. I never say 100 percent sure he'll be back uh to you know 100 but there's a very good chance with the nets medical staff the doctors he's working with that he's going to get back to pretty close to 100
2: okay well that's still positive so so probably you know in the best case scenario something like 90 plus
1: yeah definitely 90 plus plus uh karis has a history of foot injuries right i'm not correct
2: fractures not he had a couple yeah. fractures
1: in college yeah so i mean he already kind of has a history of foot ankle things I know this was a freak accident but you always have to factor that in a little bit
2: gotcha so definitely something to keep an eye and that's actually what I was going to ask you now could there be setbacks with a recovery from an injury like this like what's a common setback or speed bump an athlete might face or it might hinder them down the road
1: oh with with a dislocation always comes a little bit of instability it's going to depend on how long uh, doctors want him to immobilize it But once he gets out of the boot and can start therapy, I mean, the setbacks that can happen are just, you know, if he overworks his ankle in therapy or kind of tries to do certain things too soon, there's always a little bit more pain, inflammation in the ankle, swelling. um, You know, a lot of those kind of things more than than the chance that he might re-dislocate it.
2: Gotcha. So just, you know, typical things when you're recovering from injury for the most part. Now, Matt... Matt also, like I mentioned, writes great articles. For OTG he did already write up on the for injury. If you want to check it out on the site, Matt, you mentioned about three to four months for recovery. Is that with the Nets, you know, being on the conservative side, but or, or if the fact if they're a conservative team, it's going to be even longer.
1: That timing is probably more on the conservative side. Uh, it's it's hard to compare just because it doesn't happen all that often. Uh, I, I try to look around a little bit on the internet to see you know, what players had dislocated their, their foot, their ankle, obviously, you know, the most recent, uh, that comes to mind is Hayward and Cannon, but theirs was a little different. They had, uh, fractures that went along with their dislocation. So they were out a lot longer. Um, the only one I could really find was, uh, I don't know if, how many golfers are out there, but, uh, Tony Finau at the Masters, he dislocated his ankle. Interesting. <laughs> and, and popped it back in um, on the course and then went on to play the next day. (laughs) Well, obviously golf's
2: a little bit different too. Golf's a
1: little different, (laughs) definitely, definitely. But I think if I recall correctly, he had to pull out the rest of the tournament. He couldn't finish the tournament due to soreness. And I think he may have missed the next couple of tournaments. So again, golf and basketball, two polar opposite kind of sports. So. You know, obviously, you have to take that with a grain of salt. Um, but it's hard to 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 figure out exactly when he's going to return just because it's such a rare injury.
2: Now, do you think there's a chance the Nets might elect to just sit him out for the whole season?
1: There's always a chance. Karras has shown himself to be one of the cornerstone building blocks of the Brooklyn Nets. There's always a chance. If his rehab isn't going very well, they might elect to just say, hey, let's – We'll scrap the season, unfortunately, get that ankle as strong as possible and then just kind of revamp your game during the summer and get you ready for next year. But if the Nets are, I don't know, somehow just fighting for that eighth spot, you know, they may, they may bring him back on.
2: Yeah, that's what I would say. I think if they remain competitive, then maybe, you know, they bring him back. But if they're far out of the race, I think maybe they still let him play, but just a touch to get him on the court. If not, no reason not to sit him out. And like I said, in the past, the Nets, you know, performance team and medical staff have been very conservative, especially with young players like this. And like you said, you know, Kerris having a great season, no reason to kind of risk it for a year, even if they didn't make the playoffs, would just get knocked out in the first round. Right, right. So... But Matt, do you think there's anything else fans would
1: be interested in knowing about an injury like this, or the recovery, or the rehab? Man, it's it's a different world, the PT world. I I, I see you know stuff pop up on Twitter where people are just announcing pe- uh, athletes' injuries and stuff. Nobody really gets to see the the background, you know, what happens in the in the therapy room and how these players rehab and stuff. It's going to be a tough rehab for Karis. Uh, there's going to be a lot of Strengthen and evolve, balance proprioception—you know all the, all the big words in the medical field. But it, it's going to be a tough rehab. He—it's a long road ahead. Uh, and you know, Hayward I think has reached out on Twitter saying that, you know, it's 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 hard. But you know, a lot of fans don't don't get to see the the behind the scenes when it comes to injuries. They just kind of see the injury, look for the time for return, and you know that's about it.
2: Yeah, they don't know about the grind. And obviously, like you mentioned, Karis has already dealt with injuries in the past, and it's definitely going to be you know a journey for him to get passes. But he's a resilient kid, and I think the Nets have said they have full confidence from Kenny to Sean Mark. So very positive, hoping Karis can get 100% back. Matt, big thanks for hopping on the show. Like I said, check out all this work on otgbasketball.com.
1: Matt, give them the people your Twitter. Uh, Twitter is underscore, underscore, Matt Wynn, W-I-N. All right, Matt, big
2: thanks. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Like I said, check out the show, iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, otgbasketball.com, that's republic.com, and YouTube. All right, thanks for having me on, Nick.
3: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality.